Hello, welcome Hi. to Youth Pastors Anonymous Podcast. Today we have Kelvin and Hobbs joining you from the snowy morgue of the place we are located. Snowpocalypse 2018. Snowpocalypse 2018. I, I was driving yesterday, uh, yeah. no, two days ago, in the snow to pick up my wife and there was six crashes on the way. Or, or someone, like, skidded into a ditch or something. These people just don't know how to drive in snow. Yeah, it's I, a 10-minute drive. Yeah, it, it's easy. If that. I remember one time I was in Las Vegas and it snowed there. What? I've never seen such chaos on the roads. <laughs> Nobody in Las Vegas knows how to drive in the snow. <laughs> it's a desert. Rightfully so. I, I think I get it. Let's yeah. pause for a moment's silence for Billy Graham. Okay. <laughs> we we were we're trying to be respectful. <laughs> I saw his I saw I've seen two of his kids speak. Franklin? Yeah, and, and Graham Watts. I just Okay, I can't get over his name as being Franklin because I just think of him as the turtle. Franklin the turtle. <laughs> hey, it's Franklin. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I got an Am Graham Lotz story. Anne Graham Lotz was preaching at uh, Breakforth Canada. I don't know, a few a years ago? Yeah. In Edmonton, Alberta. I was there and she was speaking about the end times and how there's all no. these signs we gotta look for and uh. this and that. And she spoke, I think she spoke in the morning or the afternoon session. But there was a session after her, so obviously the afternoon or the evening session. And the guy literally gets up there and goes, There's all these crazy people telling you about the end times. You need to live for now. And I was like, uh-oh. Oh, that's awkward. This is awkward. When conferences go bad. Yeah. Yeah, we well, had that last time we met. Yeah. We talked about that. It was actually very applicable because uh, last Jerry week's... Jerry here. Jerry. Last week's, <laughs> last week's preaching game completely failed on me. Oh. So we just started doing a finger rocket war instead. Finger yeah. rockets. Yeah. Hmm. Very nice. Anyways. Very nice. Okay, today we're going to pose the question, curriculum, yay, nay, meh. Yep. Answer. Answer. If you have your opinions, email us. <laughs> and that's the end. Um, <laughs> Two and a half minutes. We're what do you, done. <laughs> what do you think of curriculum in youth ministry? I, uh, I think it has its place. I also think if you if your church has hired a full-time youth pastor, youth director, or whatever they want to call them these days, youth person, that it should be their job to develop what's going on. Like, I think there's points where you can where you can rely on curriculums for a season or like a semester and walk through something. But I am not a big fan. I I think you're hired on to do a job. You should do your job. Yeah. So I'm looking at some fairly popular youth curriculums here. So we've got, I'm not going to name them because we don't want to call anyone out. But Like stuff you can there's use, grow ministry? There's one here that um, is a color that is not red or yellow, but I, kind of a mix of them. I can't see your screen. so It's called orange. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like anyway, like Code Orange Revival. Yeah. Like. <laughs> oh wait, Let's it's get, Stephen Furtick who wrote this. Let's get Brother Jake's. 
Brother Jake's to teach us on the Trinity. personally a fan of Creflo Dollars because Ooh. he gives a guide to how to fundraise money for a jumbo jet of your own. Oh, man. It's pretty useful. You know what we really need? Tithing with Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's the way of the, the future. If you want to leverage technology in church today, Bitcoin. take Bitcoin at your church. Take Bitcoin tithes. One Bitcoin could actually buy this orange curriculum. I guess we're calling them out now. So orange curriculum. um, If you have zero to 25 children, this is the children's ministry one. Okay. um, An annual license is $625. Um, And with that, you get 10 users. Um, If you have over 400 kids, which is crazy... Good for you. Um, yeah. Good job, number one. But that is $2,465. Hmm. Um, now, the other one, stuff you can use. Yeah. Grow your grow, youth ministry. Grow your youth ministry. I, I think their videos are effective. I like I their like little their free their free YouTube videos or yeah. whatever they put Because <laughs> they're free. Because they're free. <laughs> we're in youth ministry and we're cheap. Theirs is... Um, let's I mean, see. good stewards. Good stewards of our money. Yes. Yeah. Um, grow curriculum. One payment annual subscription. $997. Annually. $1,000. See, and this is my, my argument, is you're paying a youth pastor... Tens of thousands of dollars, or tens of dollars, depending on depends on where you work. Your budget, your youth pastors are being paid to to preach and teach the Bible first and foremost, and build relationships with kids. Why, why give up that excite the exciting part of youth ministry where you actually get to to develop what you're going to speak on? Like, like if we're going through books of the Bible. You're going through the Bible as a whole with, like, just a quick high-level overview, like a survey course. Yeah. And, like, what opportunities would you have to do that if you're following curriculum like this? Mm-hmm. So I always wonder just, is it too seeker-friendly curriculum itself? And the argument is, A, if I don't need to develop a curriculum and I can put an hour into speaking each week, can I, I can spend more time with kids. But maybe you just spend more time on your phone. <laughs> well, yeah. And, like, so basically what you're saying is you want your church to pay you however many thousands of dollars a year to hang out with people. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, it's definitely part of the job. Yes. But I expect, like, every leader to do that. Yeah. Well, and I also wonder, like, your own spiritual development. Because Mm -hmm. I always feel bad after writing a sermon or writing a talk for youth or whatnot. And I go, I'm going to get more out of this than I'm able to ever convey. Yeah. Like, there's so much stuff you cut cut away to try to keep it 15, 20 minutes or something like that. Yeah. And, um, And I just, I feel guilty in some sense. And, and I talked to different pastors around and it's like, how do you know this so well? And he's like, oh, I've preached through the book of Luke twice already. And it's yeah. like, okay, that like, Makes sense. there is a personal formation and spiritual growth. I think that goes along with preaching and teaching mm-hmm. that, that curriculum, it's great for volunteer force. Yeah. But I, 
if I don't think you need curriculum to have a successful youth ministry. No. And I also, as well, like, I, so looking at some of these things, there is good topics that they give yeah. you, like, uh, sessions on friendship, social media, all this stuff, which is good stuff. But, like, so for my youth ministry right now, um, we're in a, well, not a rebuilding stage, but we're a smaller group right now. So we're focusing on being an actual community and then we're preparing them to be able to share their faith with their friends. And also when other kids start coming out or new people come, they're actually including them in Mm -hmm. the community. So those are something specific to my youth group that they, that we need to like discuss and work on right now. And if I was just following this curriculum, yeah, blanket curriculum, I'd be talking about like st- how does sports and Jesus combine, like something like that, which may not be relevant for them at all. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely interesting. I I'm not anti curriculum. I think curriculum is great for the right setting. Yeah, um, like a part time part time youth guy or girl or or volunteers who are running a youth ministry, curriculum might be the best way to go. Um, but if you have someone who's full-time, let them do their job. Yeah. Um, the other thing with that is, I think of, I was at a worship conference, and they talked about the, um, the worship leaders who lead on a Sunday morning, like your actual band leaders and, and the person leading the congregation, the leader, that they are aligned with the vision of the church and the vision of worship ministry. Hmm. And I think about that same thing with youth and curriculum. It's like, how do you know that this curriculum is going to align with your statement of faith, um, with your values, with your actual vision of your church? Mm-hmm. So and I know they place like statements of faith on there and stuff like that, but I, I think it's more effective if the church as a whole is all pulling in one direction. Like what if the curriculum goes, Oh yeah, we're all community focused and the church is going, we see Bible literacy as terrible. So we're going to teach like the Bible. we're, we're going to teach the Bible and that's the most important thing yeah. more than community outreach. And I think that all goes in balance with every church. Yeah. Um, I think that's where curriculum's almost, it, it, it's not as good as when someone can actually yeah. sit down and write it because yep. Um, for things like statements of faith and vision of the churches, they know they're trying to reach a wide mm-hmm. variety of youth pastors and youth ministries. So usually their curriculum is very yeah. vague and not super yeah, in depth or anything. It's just like yeah. something general doesn't go too deep. Yeah. Um, I I have found in the past, I'll say this, when I'm thinking through like maybe I want to do a series on social media, mm-hmm. I'll go online and look up what have other people done as like topics? Yeah, and resource. Media. But that's resourcing. Yeah, exactly. That's you doing the work on it. But I wouldn't, uh, as being a full time youth pastor myself, I don't think I could justify spending this much money for curriculum just to. I could buy two haze machines. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. That's like thousand divided by two, five hundred Slurpees. Yeah. You could five hundred Slurpees. Imagine how much pizza a thousand dollars is. Yeah, because youth ministry is all about pizza and slurshy, slushies, <laughs> slurshies, <laughs> slurshies. Just think, it's a new invention of mine. Just think how much kale and quinoa you could buy. Yeah. Skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. Lights. Yeah, Carl Lentz glasses. You could buy half a pair. You could perfectly um, 
match what Carl Lentz looks like every Ooh. week if he had $1,000? Well, because $1,000 would have to go to your gym membership. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd have to be there every day, not in the office working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get the flannel. But then you would the need the off. curriculum because you're spending all the time in the yeah, gym. Yeah, because you're spending all the time in the gym. You need the curriculum, wow. obviously. Yeah, so then it just doesn't work out again. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, well, that's that. That's our take on curriculum. Stay tuned next time. We don't know what we're talking about yet. But if you have any questions, please email us at ypapodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Uh, if you're in any youth pastor circles or youth ministry circles, share a link. We'd love a few more engaged listeners. We're really in this for the popularity. Obviously. So, yeah. Help us out. Yeah. See ya. <laughs>